Money FM 89.3. Best of the evening runway. Why it matters. Money FM 89.3. It is now time for Why It Matters. Today we're talking about the challenges of an aging population, something that Singapore is facing, especially with the rising prevalence of chronic illnesses. Now, healthcare expenditure, for one, it's already tripled to about 11.3 billion Sing dollars uh, from 2010 to the year 2019. The government, of course, estimates that it'll spend about 27 billion by the year 2030. So this will be over a fifth of government operating revenue. Singapore maintains a similar rate of revenue growth over the decade. Now, individuals, of course, adopting to flexible work norms. The healthcare industry is trying to mirror that shift towards the new normal by decentralizing its facilities to swiftly provide personalized care. Now, we're talking about regional healthcare company Doctor Anywhere. They are aiming to transform and improve healthcare experiences with innovative solutions through technology and, of course, data-driven insights. Uh, in fact, Dr. Anywhere advances a part of that vision with the opening of DA Orchard Med Suites. It's a flagship 12,000 square foot integrated health screening and imaging center. We're going to find out more right now. On the line with me is Lim Waiman, the founder and CEO of Dr. Anywhere. Waiman, good afternoon. How are you? Very good afternoon. I'm good. Yourself? I'm very good. Happy New Year to you as well. (laughs) (laughs) And I wonder, this is that perfect time for something like Dr. Anywhere to really advance when you consider it's a festive season and all the clinics are open as well. Tell us a little bit to start us off about the impetus for the platform Dr. Anywhere. We were born in 2017 out of a need to see more accessible, affordable healthcare. We started off as a telemedicine company, but today I think we offer way more than that, right? Yeah. We're integrating primary care with speci- medical specialist, secondary care, and also in the hospitals, as well as wellness, right? And that's why we're talking about DA MedSuites, our very first health wellness center in the area of Orchard today. This is a very curious question, Wyman. Do you happen to be a doctor yourself? <laughs> no, maybe my plans in the future, but not now. It's interesting, <laughs> right? Because And the reason I ask that, and I ask it with due respect, so back in 2017, this telehealth idea was a bit of a novel concept. Obviously, 2020 took it to, to new heights. During the initial years, was it difficult for you to get, I don't know, investors on board to sell the idea? What was that experience like? Yeah, you made a very good point. I think back then, people were generally curious about telemedicine, but people were still skeptical. And I really mean not just consumers, right? I also mean the doctors as well as the payer, the insurers. We were all treading very, very carefully. But I must say that although COVID did help to provide that push, that tailwind, but even before COVID happened, we already saw quite rapid adoption of telemedicine okay. with our users. Okay. Yeah. And what would you attribute that strong growth to? I mean, if you look at Doctor Anywhere right now, it's a regional healthcare provider. You've got preventive health, primary care, specialist care, wellness services. What do you owe this to? I think people are generally more A, right? Way more curious about their own healthcare, I would say their own health. And B, Somehow or other, we have been leapfrogged into a world that is very digital, very connected. And we were basically riding on the coattail of way more daily utility apps such as home de- food delivery, transportation, so and so forth. And the other thing that people will be thinking of, of course, 
would be healthcare delivered to their home, made more convenient even for bookings, right? Into physical clinics, into a diagnostic center. All this, I think people are generally way more okay, in fact, right, for more convenient and quality stuff these days. I want to talk a little bit about recent investments by the company or by other firms for that matter to build uh, or continue to build Dr. Anywhere. Uh, before we get into that, uh, Wyman, I'm curious, do you think if Wyman were a doctor, he would have envisioned Dr. Anywhere's value proposition completely differently? I think if I'm a doctor, I would be building a solution as probably more of what I think yeah. a doctor would yeah. want to see yeah. in healthcare. Whereas I came in half blind, I would say. Half blind meaning I'm not a doctor, but yet I'm a very, just like everyone, a daily consumer of healthcare. Yeah. So I see it from a very different angle. Yeah. Uh, we started off building services around consumers and we continue to be building services around our users' health today. Yeah. And that's why even for DA MedSuite, that a uh, screening center, diagnostic center in Orchard that we opened recently, it was also really building around our users, right? Mm. Combining healthcare with education. And yeah. it's probably because of that, the fact that you're not a doctor, that you were able to, to have such a broad vision. How do you prioritize where the investments go? Is it wrong to assume that it has to go into the technology first? I think we, <laughs> this is a very deep question. Sure, I apologize. That, <laughs> because it, 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 this concerns so many things, right? On top yeah, of con- yeah. At least from my point of view, on top of the consumers, I have to also look after investors' interests. Mm. I have to look at what the payers are willing to pay for mm. and what the providers are willing, when and at what stage are they willing to participate in something that is a little bit more tech-enabled, more adventurous in their world. So all these things, it's just from many different perspectives and I cannot really pinpoint to one per se. But definitely you are strong on a consumer-first approach as you've mentioned several times. So with the launch of DA Orchard MedSuites, how does that consumer approach play into this, I mean, 12,000 square foot, pretty interesting. Yeah, I mean, this is really the very first, I think, right, Singapore in the heart of Orchard that you really combine diagnostic with health screening into one floor. And diagnostic meaning we do have all the imaging services such as your x-ray, CT scan, MRI, mammogram, sonograph, BMD, so on and so forth. And not just that, we also go beyond, right, the, the usual routine health examination. We also offer screening for cancer. Okay. assessments, yep. as well as fertility tests, right? And not just that, right? I mentioned a little bit about kind of a conjoining healthcare yep. with education. Yep. We don't just want to let our users find out more about their own health, but we also have this very first uh, food and nutrition masterclass, you know, for us to not to, to, to allow our users to learn, to educate them on how they can still cook very healthy food at the same time, yummy as well. I think this is really playing into our national objective of healthier SG as well. Yeah, it's brilliant that you do that because I remember uh, my wife and I inquiring about some medical stuff and one of the things we had to do is we had to see a nutritionist separately make an appointment on another day. Education goes so far. I'm curious about this, Wyman. Tell us a little bit about Dr. Anywhere's, uh, quote, hospital without beds vision. <laughs> what does this mean? 
Yeah, so, I mean, that, that, that is still a vision for us. We are moving towards that. So you think about a traditional hospital with your beds, with everything in that building, and you think about doctor anywhere not having that building, but having exactly all the same features as a traditional hospital, that's what we're trying to build. So, for example, we have all your primary care services, your GP. We have someone to take, to advise you on to which medical specialist to see from our team. And if you need to make a diagnostic test, we have a center. If you need to do blood work, we can send a nurse to your home. We can also invite you to our center to do blood tests. And when it comes to after operations, we also send a step-down care team of doctors and nurses to your home. So that's how we define hospital without bed because we don't really want to own any bed, but at the same time, we want to make sure that we provide all the services, all the features that a hospital can provide to a regular healthcare consumer. We've understood how all-encompassing Doctor Anywhere is uh, with your descriptions. I'm guessing AI is going to add another layer to that. How do you see tech or AI revolutionizing healthcare services? Absolutely. So to continue from what I described early on, now without that physical building that we do not have as compared to a more traditional hospital setting, the only way that we can make it work is to make sure that we have a very strong technology backbone to string up the entire experience and to make it more efficient. Definitely in today's world, we need to make sure that we make use of Gen AI into the whole solution. Now, Gen AI is uh, still adolescent, but it's growing up very, very quickly. But where we see ourselves using that solution, it's not so much into directly working with a consumer today because, you know, today it, we are still testing a few things. But where we see very heavy usage of that solution, Gen AI solution is to allow it to work with our doctors so that they can be more efficient in what they're doing. So when we start to look at our own doctors, we break down their entire session with our healthcare consumer, we do realize that a lot of their time are spent on, for example, administrative work like note-taking, note-summary, yeah. prescriptions, so and so forth. And we do think that Gen AI as a solution can be offered to help them work faster, more efficient, and in that sense, more productive. And for us, we do think that it will definitely lower the whole healthcare cost curve and eventually for us to then bring those savings back to our healthcare consumers. I'm sure it must be quite fun dealing with this challenge, especially when you're trying to figure out a roadmap for 2024 and beyond. Tell us a little bit about the plan here because December was a good month, 40.8 million US dollars in a Series C1 extension round. What are we looking at? Expansion into other markets perhaps? Yeah, I mean, yeah, like what you mentioned, we do have a little bit more dry powder uh, as of last <laughs> round. <laughs> and I must say that I'm um, very grateful for my investors because fundraising in this whole environment is yeah. indeed very, very challenging. And for us to be able to do that, I think we are very thankful. Now, the additional capital will be help will be helping us to accelerate next-gen healthcare innovation. You know, you mentioned AI just now and how we integrate that into preventive secondary care using more technology, increasing our team size, as well as we are also looking for more merger acquisition opportunities in the whole region. And we are talking to a few companies right now. It's going to be brilliant to follow this story. We've been speaking with Lim Waiman, who is founder and CEO of Dr. Anywhere. Uh, thank you so much for your time. Take care and have a great Tuesday. Thank you. You too. Bye. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. 
That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.